Good morning. Today is Monday, November 1st, 2021. Part of what I want to share with you this morning is based on an essay by Rabbi Mordechai Kamenetsky. So in this week's part, we learn about this great dichotomy of personalities between Yaakov and Esav, twin brothers. Yaakov is described to us as one who dwells in the tent. We understand is spiritual studies. And Esav is one who dwells outside, an outdoors person, a person who hunts, a person who is involved in the physical world. Well, it's a little hard to understand how two such different personalities can emerge from the same person, from the same parents, and at the same moment, and diverge so widely in character. And it's even more difficult to understand the diversity of the reaction of their parents. Because the Torah tells us that Yaakov, the, I'm sorry, that Yitzchak loved Esav and Rivka loved Yaakov. How could it be that each one of them would have a stronger feeling to one child over the other? Which is particularly curious about Yitzchak and Esav. Yitzchak, of course, among all three of the patriarchs, is the most spiritual, the most inward-looking, would appear on the surface to be drawn most closely to Yaakov. How is it that Yitzchak in particular is drawn to this person who seems to be so much the opposite of his own personality of Esav, someone who's um, hunting, who's in the uh, outdoors and seems to be against everything that we know and see about Yitzchak himself. And this plays itself out in the blessings that Yitzchak wants to give. Yitzchak wants to give a bracha, a blessing, to his son, to Esav. And then there is the subterfuge that Rivka wants that blessing to go to Yaakov. The blessing has to do with material plenty. How is it that Yitzchak would think that Esav is more deserving of a blessing than Yaakov? There is a remarkable person who is a former politician in the United States, former senator of New Jersey, Bill Bradley. You may have heard of him. You may know something about his life. So he once, when he was a senator, he once attended a dinner and he was the guest speaker at this dinner. So the waiter came around to serve the plates, the dishes, and the waiter served a side dish of potatoes, and he put a pat of butter on the potatoes. So the senator asked the waiter, may I please have another pat of butter, a second pat of butter? And the waiter said to him, I'm sorry, sir, one pat per guest. That's it. So Senator Bill Bradley was a little surprised at that 
answer that he was getting from this waiter. And he says to the waiter, do you know who I am? I am New Jersey Senator Bill Bradley. I am a Rhodes Scholar. I'm a former NBA basketball champion. And I'd like another pat of butter on my potatoes. The waiter looked down at Senator and he said, do you know who I am? I'm the one in charge of the butter. So that was it, one pat. Yitzchak understood this great divergence of personalities among his two sons. But his idea is that Asav was a person who was very involved in the physical mundane world. Yaakov was very involved in the intellectual, spiritual world. And, a and Yitzchak felt that the best plan would be that Asav would get the blessing of material plenty, and he would then be able to share it with Yaakov so that Yaakov would be able to pursue spiritual pursuits, but his physical needs would be taken care of. Yitzchak foresaw a partnership between his two sons if this blessing of physical plenty were given to Esau, who could then share it with Yaakov. Rivka understood that that plan would not work. Rivka understood the enmity between Esau and Yaakov, and she was worried that if Yaakov pursued spiritual, intellectual pursuits, but did not have his own control, his own say over his pat of butter, that he would have trouble supporting himself because she was worried that Esau would not provide Yaakov what he needed. And therefore, Rivka saw to it that Yaakov should receive that blessing of physical mundane plenty so that he would be able to pursue the pursuits that were at the core of his being, of the spiritual and the intellectual. Rivka's version, Rivka's vision, appears to carry the day. And in fact, we find this concept much later in Jewish history, in the Mishnah, in Pirkei Avos, where our rabbis say, im ein kemach, ein Torah. If there is no food, there's no Torah. Meaning, we want to pursue spiritual pursuits. We want to pursue the service of God, but you have to be able to eat. You have to be able to provide yourself. So there needs to be a combination. There is a physical, mundane side to life, and there is a spiritual, intellectual side to life. Some people are drawn to one extreme or the other. But what we learn from our Parsha, from our rabbis, from many other sources, is that we are to seek a balance. Both are necessary. Both must be combined to lead to a balanced life. There's an amazing story that I heard from Rabbi Pinchas Peli about Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel. So 
This occurred at uh, JTA, the Jewish Theological Seminary, many, many years ago. It's a, a seminary that trains rabbis to become conservative rabbis. And there was a candidate who had finished his studies, and he came before the, um, the, the committee that would test him to decide if he was prepared to become a rabbi. And there were several rabbis there, and they started firing questions at him. Questions about Talmud, questions about Jewish law, questions about ethics, all kinds of questions they asked this candidate. Finally, there was one of the rabbis who had not spoken up. And in a very soft voice, Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel asked this nervous young man the following question. Suppose you were to go for a week to a secluded desert island, what would you take with you? So this young man, of course, was thinking to himself, what answer do they wanna hear? What answer is gonna get me the approval of these, of these rabbis? So he said, well, I would take my talus and fillet. What else would you take? Well, I would take a chumash and a sitter. Heschel asked, nothing else? And the young man was trying to think to himself, what, what answer is he looking for? What, uh, what am I supposed to say here? And at that point, Heschel looked at this young man and he said, all the things you mentioned are very important. But above all, I think you should not forget to take a few sandwiches and a sweater. This is what Rivka understood and what Rivka teaches us. We should spend as much time as we possibly can studying Torah, engaged in prayer, serving God. But when we go out, we should make sure we have a sandwich and a sweater. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.